Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. In today's episode, we talk with Calypso Aranda. At five years old, she immigrated to California in the trunk of a car with her mother. And now she is a producer at one of the world's largest entertainment media companies. On our episode, she drops so much knowledge on never letting her inner strength get diminished by other people, how to become financially free, and that everything in life takes practice. But what you are seeking is always on the other side of fear. At Girl Powerful, we encourage goal setting, risk taking, and breaking the stereotypes. And Calypso's episode embodies just that. Today's guest, we have Calypso Aranda. She's the producer at iHeartMedia with On Air with Ryan Seacrest. And we've met her through their community council segment, which is really, really um, generous of you all to have Girl Powerful on to talk about spreading our mission. Um, you're also the founder of Calypso's Cosmetics, which is a vegan beauty brand. And you're, you work in the finance field, helping people become financially free, which is huge. Because when we were growing up, Teddy and I didn't have a lot of conversations about money. Like, no. we didn't think of it as an exchange. We felt like there was never enough growing up because we had a single mom. And I feel like having really strong conversations about what to do with money and your finances is really important to have at a young age. I am here. Yeah. <laughs> I educate you on everything. Yeah. Amazing. So Calypso, thank you so much for being here. Can we start like way at the beginning of Calypso's life? Like tell us about your journey as a little girl. Okay. You know what? As a little girl, I think it's, I have to blame my mom because it's her fault because I was so shy. I had to have been in like maybe fifth, sixth grade. I don't remember, but she was so annoyed at how shy I was with people out in the public that she's like, I'm putting you into some of my acting classes, oh. or workshops to get that shyness away. Yeah. And it was history since it, the rest is history because I actually liked it. And that's how I became into like the entertainment industry and just starting like, you know, going to auditions and I was like, mom, I want to be an actress, but you know, things happen, you know, you're in high school, you, you think you fall in love. With oh, love. <laughs> and you know what, but I always had that dream in, implemented in my brain and my heart. And I said, I want to be somebody, you know, but I know that right now, you know, cause when I got pregnant at a very young age at, you know, 17, you know, but I didn't let that stop me. I still graduated. Um, you know, it held me back a little bit, but um, I still was determined, you know, and it's crazy because before I got into this of what you know me, I was going to be a police officer. Mm. I did study criminal justice for like two and a half years. I wanted to learn like the whole CSI stuff. I mean, I was already like interning for like the the youth authority in Norwalk. Like I was going to be 
the one that looked bad holding the gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's funny, Calypso. I wanted I wanted to be LAPD. I was <laughs> I was all about it. I think there's something about like just community service and like having the power. And we like we mentioned, we grew up with a single mom too. And I think that you lack power when you don't have like a whole family and you're not, you know, in an elite class. So I feel like there's something about power that comes with being a cop and, and also service and taking care of the community. And, and you know what? It wasn't until I actually, we took a field trip to the morgue <laughs> That's when I said, you know what, this is not for me. Yeah. And the stuff that I saw, you know, I'm never, ever going to forget it was just like, you know what, this is not for me. Things happened. So I just pursued other things. I pursued like, you know, working as a fashion merchandiser for years. You know, I love fashion. I love styling. I love all that stuff. And I think that's what kind of led me to where I kind of am now. You know, obviously, you know, me and my, the, the person, the, my father's, my children's father, both of them, you know, it didn't work out. So I said, you know what, it's time for Calypso to take her power back. Love that. And, you know, and be who she needs to be. And, you know, cause she, her kids are not waiting for her. I mean, yeah, they are waiting for her, but you know what, I have to keep moving. So that's when I, I, I went to, got my communication um, degree and did radio and just did it. And oh my goodness, it, it's, it literally flew by. I've been doing this for about 14 years. I started in promotions. I said, I am going to be on air one day. Hmm. That was a motivation. Did I you put that anywhere, like in a goal sheet or in the mirror? Or would you say that to yourself? How did that look and sound like, like getting that goal accomplished? I would tell myself, you know, manifestation. I think I was already manifesting before I knew what manifesting meant. Right. <laughs> I'm a very spiritual person. Yeah. And lately, these past three years, my spiritual journey has just been, wow, like I, you literally have the power to bring your power back to manifest. And I think it was, I believe it was one day on a New Year's Eve and, you know, I was working, you know, I was working like a, I was working part-time at a radio station and I was working my full-time job as a wedding planner. And I, course you've done everything (laughs) sounds like you've had a life you've had a life did you guys not I I cleaned banks before with my mother-in-law I mean I um I even helped with housekeeping when I used to work at the hotel I did uh, food and beverage everything Mm -hmm. you have to get your hands dirty on everything I feel that's how like things will it's just it's just the way I can't explain it but I'm just so grateful that I did you know what I mean Mm -hmm. So we were having like some New Year's party at the at the hotel where I worked at. And I was so stressed out because, you know, I was making sure everything was good. And I was hosting. I was already starting to host. They were using me to host for free before, you know, they actually pay me. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do this. I need to practice, you know. So I was doing that too. And then they're like, here, Clips, let's get a shot. Let's get a shot. I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't drink, whatever. So I took a shot. And I said, you know what? New Year's, I, I said to myself, I'm going to be on air this year. Mm. And that year of 2014, I got my opportunity at a radio station, 93.9, to rock the Los Angeles airwaves on a Sunday on Easter Sunday. (laughs) And I did everything live. I didn't pre-record everything. You know how nervous I was? Everybody was tuning in, my family, everybody. And everyone's like, you sound great. You know, I know I messed up, but you know, you just have to keep going. And honestly, like... It was a dream come true. 
I made my dream come true. And I did that. You know, I told myself I was going to do that, even though people were like, yeah, right. No, you're not. Yeah. LA to be on air in LA, you have to be from another market. And that, and no, I did that. I actually did it in LA. I started yeah. and I'm still in LA, you know, every, you know, things happen for a reason. And that's when I started producing. I, I did a lot of like behind the scenes in front of the scenes. I literally was basically put to the sharks because I was only hosting Sundays. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I get this opportunity to be a co-host for a morning show for that station. And I was like, I'm not going to say no, even though I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to do this. I don't know yeah. how, but we're going to do this. Oh my goodness. I kid you not. It was a stressful situation every single day because I knew people were listening and I knew people were judging me, mm-hmm. but you know what? I had to execute. I had to do my contest. I had to do, you know, my segments, my weather, my traffic, my sports. I'm not a sports person. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm not a sports person at all, but I had to do it. You know, and to prove yourself, right? Yeah. And and thank goodness for sources. Thank goodness for friends. Yeah. (laughs) Like who are they? Who who's playing who? What inspired you to want to be a host and to share your voice with other people? You said it right there. I wanted to share my voice. I, uh, this is my thing. I want to inspire, entertain, and I want to, uh, you know, help others. And if my voice, my platform helps me do that to people, then the, I'm, it, it, it's, 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 it's great because you literally have no idea your platform that you have yeah. to help other people, even to pursue what they, what they want to do. It might not have to do with what you're doing, but sometimes it takes that one message to hear at the right time. Like, yo, Calypso was on point when she said that that was meant for me. Like, right. literally, I'm going to do this. And, and, and not only that, but like, I like fell in love with the listeners when I was on air because they would call every day and just say, you're just such a voice of positive positivity. You know, I'm a single mom mm-hmm. and you know, I'm, people would call me with like some serious, serious issues because they want to talk yeah. honestly. And if I, and I, if I help someone in my heart, like literally I, my job has been accomplished. Yeah. I literally helped a listener one day on a Sunday, he wanted to like kill himself because his girlfriend left him. Yeah. Right? Breakups are horrible. And he's like, I need to call Calypso. He was like, I need it. He's like, I don't know. And I'm trying to help him. I'm trying to stay online and do my radio show at yeah. the same time and trying to help him get my PD at the same time. Yo, who, who can we call? I have this listener. Yeah. And honestly, we calmed him down. We had like a, someone call him take care of him and he called me like probably like four months after just to thank me Mm -hmm. to tell me you know you know what you didn't have to sit there and listen to me but I really truly appreciate that you did that for me and I was like yo I'm just glad you're good you know what I mean and that to me I'm gonna take that and that's part of me that you know that happened you know and and I'm forever grateful and and if I can continue doing that, like why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like, you're so happens. inspiring because as a strong female, like Latina girls can see you and like know your whole journey. Like I had no idea you're from Jalisco, Mexico. Yeah. And you were an immigrant and you said you came. How did you come to this country? I think that's why I'm so claustrophobic because <laughs> I was in the I was in the trunk of a car with my mom and like three other females. Wow. And again, it was I I came into this country three times. So third mm-hmm. time I stayed. Um I was about five years old and this is why I remember it. I remember just 
not being scared, but just telling my mom, I said, mom, I heard that in the United States or California, mm-hmm. they have McDonald's and they have pancakes. And <laughs> I was like obsessed with pancakes and I wanted to try McDonald's. And she was like, yes, we're going to do it. And, and I only remember being in the trunk of the car and just being like, with this with my mom and she and you know I never was scared I just knew that we were going to be here for a long time because it's a long drive yeah. and, and, and I know to some people that might not be nothing you know because I think my story is very common I know some other people that have come here like tragically like really like struggled you know but thank god like my spirit guides my guardian angels people were watching over me because nothing happened you know I remember being in the house with a bunch of people and I remember the smell mm-hmm. and, and and I'm not gonna it's like you know what at the same time like I came here to this country to make it That's right. I did not right. just sit in the trunk of a car just right be, you know da 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 yeah no we are here to take advantage of it mm-hmm. um I I'm grateful it brings me t- it brings me like um a heart, you know, like a warmness, because that's my story, you know, yeah. and that's the story that I tell people. And, and, and here we are, you know, with so many issues that's going on, you know, you don't know what other people are going through. And that's why you have to sympathize so much and just, you know, you know what, I get you and I'm putting myself in your shoes and right. I understand you, you know what I mean? So you have to like overcome that. And, and my biggest motto, everything you want is on the other side of fear. That's yeah. right. Just do it. Just well, you proved that. You proved that by walking into those studios with your anxiety and your fear, and I don't know how to do this, but you showed up. And I think that's the biggest lesson for a lot of girls is like, just show up. And you don't have to be it, perfect that first time no. or the 12th time. You know, yeah. it's all a learning experience. And say yes. If someone offers you a seat at the table, say yes, right? Oh, you deserve it. So where did you find that confidence in knowing that you do have that power inside and and how are you able to like harness it and just have that confidence to walk through life the way you do? I think a lot of it had to do with like, you know, being able to, before radio, I was already doing a lot of acting, a lot of like stuff, you know, in front of people. So that helped a lot because if I didn't do any of that, I'd probably still be shy, you know? And then not only that, but um, just, just practicing I would practice in my car when there was just like intro music and just do it myself, pretend that I was the radio personality. Awesome. You know what I mean? and, and those are like the little tricks and your little, tr- you know, things that you could do while you're practicing. And then once it was time to like do my demo and submit it to, you know, and send it to somebody. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect, but yo, they need to see, they need to hear your personality they need to see your personality you know what I mean what makes you stand out than the rest you know what I mean and I knew that myself like I have an an, a a, my I'm full of positivity I'm super energetic and it's not because I drink coffee I probably just have one cup a day (laughs) literally this is just me because I'm always on the go on the go on the go and we have to be, you know, I'm a mom, you know, my daughter's 25 and she's the same way, you know? So I think I feel, I know that I've instilled something in her, you know what I mean? And with my son, like he's already starting to like, okay, with what colleges I want to do this, I want to do that. I'm like, yes, you know, we have to be like that role model. And honestly, that's what keeps me going. And that's what made me start it, you know, my kids, because I started out young and mm-hmm. I had 
no choice, you know, I'm not gonna like just let them down. You know what I mean? I hope I answered your question. Yeah, definitely. What about your team at iHeartMedia? Are you guys, I feel like we know a couple of them and it, it seems like a really inclusive community especially like where you guys are in KISS FM, like what have you learned from the people you've been working with the past couple of years? And like, what is 2020? What have you guys learned and what are you like digging into to make radio more inclusive and, you know, everyone can listen and feel seen and heard by you guys? That's a great question. Um, you know, well, obviously with the pandemic, we have to pivot and everybody's doing everything from home. So I miss my coworkers. Yeah. I miss seeing, you know, the morning show host, um, you know, hi, I love you. Uh, how are you doing? Here's some food. Come get some donuts. Yeah. Here's this. Would you need coffee? Yo, Clips will get me this. You know what I mean? Everyone's a family there. And, you know, uh, to do Seacrest is the whole like camp (laughs) it's a whole lot of people you know and everybody knows what their job is to do nobody needs to be told what to do everybody Mm -hmm. knows what their responsibilities is and it's like if something changes what what was that you know we're on like this group chat thing okay we gotta do this we gotta do that you know and 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 it's it's such an awesome experience because producing has really just opened my eyes on just so many creative creativity that I know that I have inside of me that I am able to use in the coming future for my future and do years or anything future that's coming you know what I mean and I'm just so grateful you know because I used to listen to Kiss FM when I was younger yeah I never thought in a million years I would end up working there I kid you not it was a dream but I just never thought that this Latina Mm -hmm. from Jalisco would Mm -hmm. ever be in that position you know, and not only that, but great role models, you know, you all know who the co-hosts are, you know, there's Sissini Panya, there's, there's, um, Patty, those are all great women, you know, that have great leadership skills and are doing amazing. Yeah, they do. You know, so I remember like following them and now I'm like, I get to like work with them, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, and they're so awesome. Just how they are in the radio. That's really how they are in real life you know there's no faking it no nothing that's just literally and and I miss them I miss them all you know I feel like that's the power of radio though and podcasting it is more authentic and people really can let their guard down a little bit and yeah you can put your makeup on one day or you don't have to like it's just kind of like more real and I think that that's why a listener connects so you know deeply with you guys and calls you when things shit hits the fan or they need Ryan to pay the bills or whatever they need yeah it's just an it's just a fast paced morning you know my my morning starts at three o'clock in the mornings like I have to get up at three you know just to get there you know to start putting the show together you know and and just see what's going on in the menu I call it the menu okay Mm -hmm. what's on the menu today we got this this and this Ryan's paying the bills you know, it really is. And I'm like, okay, but first let's go get some coffee. You know what I mean? But there's like, and nobody's there, you know, so it's like a ghost town, but you know, we're all there, you know, cause we're all, we all see each other, you know? And, and yeah. I think that it's, it's a, at least, Hey, the show must go on, 
you know, right. I'm glad that there's Zoom, you know, for well, yeah, all and everyone's at home and isolated and lonely. There, you're probably literally saving lives or being the only voices that people hear all day. And long. it's new. Like that's what I've been craving new entertainment. Yeah. I said that to Sonia. I'm like, I just want to go to the movies. I want to watch something new. And right. so at least I love that you guys could still, you know, show up for each other and show up for the community and everyone that needs you. Yeah. I mean, I, my job duties are still the same, if anything more, you know, because of, of the, of this pandemic. And honestly, like radio should be your escape from what's going on in the world. You mm -hmm. know, I feel in a sense and, and why not, you know, we still do the traffic. They still talk about the news. They still talk about the weather, you know, it's informative. It's, it's, it's still, it's still, it's necessary, you know, because we need to find out what's going on, you know, and I know that you get a lot of like backlash from the media. Don't listen to what they tell you. <laughs> Look, you're a big person. <laughs> you can listen to whatever you want. Just use your own judgment. You know what I mean? Right. But it, it's, it, I, I hope I answered your question with that. It, it, it really is, I love it. And I, I, I would never have imagined that this girl here would ever end up working there. I've been there for a long time yeah. and then being able to, and not only that, but being able to meet wonderful people that are doing amazing things for the community. That's why like my heart is there always because you meet so many amazing individuals like yourselves in different, different ways of how to give back to the community and I give, I give back to my community all the time, whether if it's just I host mm -hmm. something for them, you know, I'm giving my time or I donate right. or I help with food drives or just anything. Like, it's an amazing thing when the community can come together to help others, you know? Yeah. It is awesome. Can, because when we were in the lobby, when we talked to you like a couple of years ago, we're like there with their Girl Powerful journals and then Nick Lachey walks by and Tien Tamara. No. And we're like... We're like, <laughs> we're in the same room as you guys. Yeah. It's cool. You know? It's just That's nice. Awesome. I think all, I mean, all brands should offer community spots with everything and, you know, equal the playing field and give voices and chances to people doing the work and the feet in the street, grassroots. It's like, yeah, it, it's important. And the community council is a big deal to us. I love it. I think they, it, the thing is, is that they finally found someone that actually enjoys it. <laughs> I know. I'm okay with that because I have met so many amazing people, individuals like yourselves that are my friends, you know, yeah, for sure. that I get to help that I, that have helped me, you know, and, and that is so priceless. That is priceless. And I'm going to continue, you know, until like the wheels fall off, you know, <laughs> Well, speaking of helping people, I know you have other endeavors besides hosting and producing. So tell us why you feel like it's so important to be like financially fit or literate. Like, tell us about what made, what sparked that passion. I could seriously write a book about this, but we're just going to go to the nitty gritty of being financially free. When we went to school, we never were taught about money, right? Finances, mm -hmm. right? Why? Because the, 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 the consumers, they want you to be in debt. And that is just so disappointing. Like, and, and I was in debt. Like when I got, you know, when I was with my husband, I had so many credit cards and it was because of him. And it's crazy. When I talk to my clients, this is the same story they tell me 
all the time. Well, I put my boyfriend under my credit card. Oh, I got, no. you know, and it's just like, oh my God, no women take no. their power back. You know, no like, way. This. And, and to me, it's like my, my thing is like, I want to educate my community on how to be financially free. Even if it's just like a phone consultation that they're inquiring about the services that we do because we do credit restoration. I don't want, you know, my mission isn't like just, okay, just get the services. I want you to like hang up from that phone call and be like, you know what? Calypso just dropped some really good nuggets Mm -hmm. on credit and I'm going to apply them because that's exactly what I do when I'm doing a phone consultation. And we're talking about, we're analyzing their credit history, their debt, everything. And I'm like, you need to do this, this, and this. Did you know that if you did this, you know, your credit score can go up. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many tricks and trades that we can do to help with our credit score. Like what credit. is one, what is can a you tip? Give us what like are a couple? One advice. Yeah, what's. Why that you asked? <laughs> I asked for real. Like I think like I remember in fifth grade, we walked to a bank and we opened a savings account or a checking account. I still mm-hmm. have that checking account, but that was it. No one uh-huh. talked about money ever again. How, how to balance mm-hmm. a checkbook. Yeah. But no yeah. one talked about credit cards. And when you're in college, you get one, yeah. probably. And, and, then then you like go, and then you go on a trip. And then you never pay off that trip ever again. <laughs> and then you're in trouble. Like, that's me. That's what happened to me. I went to Costa Rica, and I'm probably am still paying on a trip. I have no idea. <laughs> oh my God. It's a problem because you get in this situation where you don't even want to look at it because there's shame and you're embarrassed and you don't know how to crawl out. So having someone like you to call is really important for a lot of women and and, And you're like humble and normal about it. And it's not like there's no ego attached to it. It just is what it is. Be brave, look at the paper, figure out how to move forward. Yeah. I think a lot of it is, um, you know, because I start with my network, you know, with, you know, when I'm posting stuff, you know, I want people to feel comfortable and not feel embarrassed or feel Mm -hmm. ashamed because that's the first thing that they do, they feel embarrassed or they feel ashamed that their credit score is like 500, you know, not everybody's perfect, you know? And then uh, I'm just like, look, I just want you to feel comfortable with me. I want you to feel at ease and, and at least you're doing something about it. You're inquiring about it. You're planting the seed. Now I get some clients that don't even start the services or they, <laughs> you know, but that's on them. I'm not judging anybody because, you know, I just know that you have to do it sooner or later and they're going to call me soon. (laughs) So really, because they're going to run, you're going to run it. It is part of capitalism. It is part of like the United States. So you have to figure out how to make it work for you and how to be mature about it and like build a, a good life for yourself. And if you don't like look at yourself in the mirror with like whatever issues you made for yourself by really just not having the education about finances, Mm -hmm. then you're just, you know, you're hurting yourself. And so you might as well just deal with the uncomfortable hour on the phone with Calypso and and then move (laughs) forward. Right. How uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I swear to you, it's not uncomfortable. (laughs) I know, but it's inside. It's not about you. Yeah. Really quick. I had an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. About credit. And we, we analyzed, we dissected everything and I know he was embarrassed. He wasn't even looking at me in the eye on the zoom appointment, (laughs) but I was like, yo, and we need to do this and we need to do that. And he was just like, I gave him, like, I nailed it down to him, you know, and and now he knows what to do, but I'm glad that even an ex 
boyfriend can come and reach out to me for help necessary. And that's what I want. And that's okay. Like, I'm not like, you know, the past is the past. We're good. You know, fix, fix your credit, bro. Fix it. Yeah. It can be fixed. That's the thing. It's like, once you do the damage, you can reverse it. Yeah. And it just takes time and hard and hard work and then knowledge. And you feel better. Right. You feel so much better. You can, you can do anything when you have good credit in America. Really? You can buy a house. How about starting to buy a house? You know, these, 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 um, and homeowners, I want to be homeowners one day, you know, they have all these items that need to be deleted. They need their credit score to be uh, more of a credit score, like up to like 700, you know, I think now you need like 640 to be able to purchase a home mm-hmm. and it's possible if you have a 500 credit score because there's so many services did you know you guys that when you pay rent that can be a credit on the credit bureaus did you guys know that no how do you yeah, what kind do you like, do kind of like how you pay your credit card mm-hmm. on time and you're doing that really really good you know your credit score is in good standing right, right. yeah why not when you're paying your rent to a landlord it's, it's, it's a wonderful service. It's called Credit My Rent. And honestly, it is one of the best go-to, go-to services if you're trying to like get that credit score to go up a few points, like at least, I believe about 30 points plus to help wow. you. And, it, and you should keep it for a while, like every month, you know, because it counts as a good credit standard because you're, it's, it's reporting to the credit bureaus. And remember, there's three of them, right? Not, you know, not one or two or three, it's three of them. So they look at all three bureaus for your credit report. And, and honestly, that's, that's a trick right there. You can pay off some credit, uh, your, you know, the, the bill twice a month because it like throws off the FICO score. Oh, if you didn't know that, that's definitely one, a good, a good tip. Um, Let's see. Never, you never want to miss a pay. All you, you never want to do is miss a payment because you know that if you miss a payment, it goes on like your credit score for like seven years. You know that? No. no. <laughs> that insane. You guys never. That's, that's forever. Seven years is forever. <laughs> well, when you're trying to buy a house. Yeah, it's forever. And also, uh, let's see. Never. Use a credit card to buy the things that you don't need. If you're really going to start a credit card and your credit score is like not in good standing, buy a credit card to use it as your guinea pig to like just pay, you know, use it, use the amount. Let's say you're going to use like $50 off of it. Pay the $50. That way your credit can be in great standing. You know, when your credit reporting shows, it's going to show, oh, you know, she pays everything on time, no late payments, no nothing, you know, and I know we all make mistakes. We have collections, bankruptcy, you know, charge-offs. I mean, again, I could write a book, but honestly, this is all possible. This is stuff that our community does not know that they have the right to know because, you know, these people that are on the phone trying to harass you with, hey, where's my money? Where's my money? They don't know that you got rights too. And then they're not allowed to do that. You know what I mean? But they don't know that, you know, unless they don't find out. And that's what I'm here for, you know, to let them know, to just make this process a little bit more understanding and, you know, run it smoothly because some of these people are, they think they can just pay cash for everything. And that's not the case, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. We got to stop doing that. You know, we, we, we should be investing. We should be, you know, go buying stocks, 
you know, we, we should be doing that, but we can't because we're not financially free and we can't do that. You know what I mean? Because we're broke and we have yeah. so much debt and we're why not? Trying and we, to make it. Just trying yeah. to it's really water. interesting because like the wellness industry is like a billion dollar industry. Beauty is a billion dollar industry. It's like obviously financial is too. Like those credit cards make so much money off of people just being wow. forgetful or just whatever they're up to. But it's like, unless you're financially free, like you're saying, and financially fit, your wellness and your stress and everything, it's all connected. Like that really is part of wellness is taking care of your finances. Exactly. Exactly. I, I can't stress about it. And I, when I'm posting something, financially free is such an amazing feeling. Like you deserve that. Right. Like you are deserving of that. Like why not? You know what I mean? And some people are just stuck there. They're stagnant and they feel like, no, this is just me for the rest of my life. And I think that was me before all of this. And I'm glad that I woke up and I said, no, not anymore. We're going to do this. You know, I'm, ex I'm excited because, you know, I have so much more to tell people and educate, you know, I want to put workshops. I, I would love for our school system to have these kind of programs, you know, to where we can teach our children how to, you know, have a credit card, how to, you know, maintain, you know, their credit card, you know, how to, how to smart buy, you know what I mean? And, and actually they do have these programs up in the, um, and I believe in the East Coast, I'm not sure where, awesome. but they're already starting to do this. And it'd be awesome if our school system could do it here. You know how set we would be? We owe so much in school loans. Oh my God, it's, it's insane. And, and again, I could write a book about this. Yeah. Only got I mean, it's never that. too late to start. That's what you're kind of saying too. And I think, is there a money mantra you've ever like really been like connected to? Is there something you say in your head about money? Like, obviously you need to take the action and do it in real life, but is there something you say to like create a nice conversation around money in your head to yourself? Or do you have any advice about that? Instead um, of like, I don't have enough. I lack this. I don't deserve that. Like all this negative self-talk, like what's some positive things someone could say about money to bring in abundance? Oh my goodness. There, first of all, with the work that I do, I'm a financial analyst and, you know, we, we put your money and we analyze it and we see where you're spending it. And that's one of the awesome things that I do. You know, we got this awesome, cool system to where, what are you spending your money on? Like, what is the necessary that you're like, do you really oh. necessarily need to spend $5 on Starbucks every single day? No. How much is that a year? You know what I mean? I think it was, I had to, it had to be like probably two and a half years ago when I started the services, it's because I needed help with credit. Okay. Mm -hmm. I went up and I said, Hey, you're my credit agent. I need help with credit. I don't care where this works. I'm going to pay for it, but I'm going to figure it out with all the 10 hustles that I have. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to pay for the service. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You will find a way if you really want this so bad, you will find a way right? You know, it's not like, it's not impossible. You could probably get a loan from somewhere and pay it back. You know what I mean? And I figured it out. I said, um, I need to figure out my finances. And oh my God, I was paying ridiculously amount of stuff that I necessarily did not need. And I was, and I was sick to my stomach. I was like, I do not need this. And I thought I was like, 
Mrs. Like cheap lady over here buying in the clearance. No, but my money was going somewhere yeah. else. Disposable clothing. We we stopped doing that a long time ago, and it, it yeah. helped a lot. But what, what you just mentioned about getting a loan to like pay off all debts. Do you recommend doing that, and then you just make that one payment, and then you're more organized at least. You could possibly do that if it's possible if you qualify for it. I don't recommend it because um there's other there's other ways that you can do it because now you can delete it because now your items can be deleted now you don't got to pay off that that whatever that delete the the charge off or or that collection you know when an item is in collection there's someone else bought it right um and they're gonna try and contact you to negotiate a cheaper price to where you can pay it off right but get this, it's still going to be on your credit report there. Then it's not going to be deleted unless you know if you're going to delete it, but you're not. So why not just delete it? I just feel it's just better just to delete the items and just try to dispute it. That's right. my opinion. I've never done it to where you're probably talking about a, a consolidation. I yeah. actually did that about 20 years ago. And, um, that stuff was still on my credit report and I didn't even know that, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because when I started the services on fixing my credit, some of the stuff that was on that stuff was still on this credit report. I was like, that's Oh, a that's so a this, huge scam. That's a huge scam. So be, you have to be careful. Um, get a second opinion, make sure you check, you know, the better business bureau it, and, and not only contact me if you need me to figure yeah, it out. Sure. <laughs> For sure. Yes. So what do you do work aside? What are your like simple pleasures or when do you feel the most alive? Um, like the work side of you, what do you love to do? Outside of the work, I love to go hiking. I love nature. We have to, I love to ground myself in nature. I am a nature person. I love to the, the breeze of, of the air you know, the smell and, and here where I live, we have some beautiful like areas to go walking, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And there's not too many people, your privacy. Um, I love to go, I love, I'm doing, I love to do things for my kids. You know, I love to make the, the the whole charcuterie thing. Like I love them, you know, my kid's not a normal kid. He's a cool kid because he gets Mm -hmm. charcuterie, not Lunchables. I love to, you know, hang out with my friends, you know, when we can. I love to, you know, be involved in projects. To me, I feel like work is like my escape sometimes too. Yeah. Occasionally, I will pick up a camera and just film and tell a story. I love to like edit. I love to produce. I love to use my creativity. Um, I love to clean. Does that make, is that weird? Oh, I do that all That's the time. That's Sonia. Is I think it's like maybe like OCD or like I, or maybe I like can't do my emails and stuff unless I like clean the kitchen or I like wipe something down. Yes. I, I, that's the same way. I'll like make sure I'll look in my rooms. Like, okay, what do I need to figure out? What, what, what do I need to get rid of this whole, these past two years I've been decluttering. Mm. It feels so amazing just to get rid of stuff that you don't need. That's been holding you back. It you does know, hold you back. It really does. We just moved and we were in the same apartment for 10 years, Teddy wow. and I. So wow. it's like, and when we, when I, well, Teddy was like 18 and then I'm two years younger, but we got all of our stuff from our mom. She's like, here you go. 
and she moved. So it's like, we were, we've been carrying around like baby pictures, crazy. you know, all the stuff that we yearbooks, yearbooks, Brad Pitt's yearbooks, <laughs> like <laughs> lots of stuff, just stuff. Um, and, and finally, we, right? you don't need any of that. That's just stuff. No. That's, it's great to have memories, but you know what? It's like, we're in now we're in the presence of now. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out what we can do now. What new memories can we, we create now? Yeah. And like you, we're all trying to heal so much from our past and like, forget about it. Why do we carry it around with us physically? Oh, for no sure. sense. for sure. Oh my God. The other day I found like old wedding pictures. Ew. <laughs> that would be hard. Was that hard to look at? You know what? I was, I didn't, I just put the box away. <laughs> Yeah, you should burn it. You're like, wait. I don't know if I should give it to my son or my kids if they want it. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but that box is sitting somewhere, you know, just because I'm like, I need to get rid of it, you know. Maybe I mean? say, do you guys want this, and then they can decide. I think so, right? See, I'm yeah. still kind of iffy about that, but um, I guess aside from everything else, I I just love my peace. I love you know meditation, um, in touch with my spiritual. I'm always on YouTube and trying to educate myself on things it's yeah, crazy definitely. it may seem like I'm doing a lot but I'm really always like lying in my bed you know eating my bonbons you know <laughs> I, I literally do have to take time for myself I really do and I do that every day especially when I come home from work because you wake up at three o'clock in the morning by the time I get home at 11 or whatever time I'm actually still tired and I want to take a nap and, and I sometimes feel guilty, but I'm like, no, like I need to rest. I need to rest my mind, my heart, my body, you know, I'll just go, take a nap for like, you know, 20 minutes, you know, and then I, I'm like, I feel like I can conquer the world after I take my nap. You know what I mean? Everybody knows do not bother mom until she takes her nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of conquering the world, we work with a lot of Latina youth in Los Angeles and all over the nation now via Zoom, which is a beautiful thing. And a lot of, you know, underserved girls are being impacted by COVID and they're having to drop out of school or they're having to get a job to help their family and that kind of thing. So do you have any advice for a teen girl that maybe wants to get into the entertainment business or just stay in school in general? Or like, what's your advice for someone right now that's struggling to just help take care of their family? Because everyone knows families first and that's a beautiful thing. But what you're saying also is you have to take care of yourself. So can you speak to that a little bit and talk to the youth directly about how just to stay positive and, and look out for themselves, of course, the family, but look out for yourself. That totally hits home a lot because, you know, um, I grew up as a Latina, but I had a different ways of handling things. You know, my parents were a lot more strict to where, no, you are not going to get a job. You are just going to go to school you know, your, your, your thing right now is only school. And what did this girl do? She got pregnant, you know, it, it's, it's just like, but at the same time, after I had my child, I knew that, oh, you know, it's gonna go on, you know, like I was scared of the world and I was young. And at the same time, I was going to school with my baby, taking the bus with a backpack, a stroller a diaper bag, and a crying baby, you know, I've endured so many of the hardest things in my life. And I look back at that to remind me how far I've come, you know, 
with our youth now, I, my heart goes out because I feel like they're in such a much more harder times, you know, I know. And, and I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but yes, we have, you know, social media to fall back on in case we're sad or, or, you know, we can YouTube something, you know, but it's just really takes, you need to have such a positive, at least one or two positive people in your life that can push you, you know, and it's great that you guys have this amazing organization for, for young youths to maybe, you know, log in for like an hour or two just to hear something positive. And I didn't have that when I was growing up. I had, what what did I have? I didn't have anything. I just had to make it happen. And yet all those values, you know, I I, I think my mom, you know, for for instilling all those values, my 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 ex-husband's mom for helping me. I had a lot of people helping me. And and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm not going to give up on my career. Yes, it's going to take a little bit longer. You know, as for right now with the youth that they have to help their parents, yes, help mom and dad. You know, help them figure it out. But you know what? Take time to go on a platform like this and 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 and, and help motivate yourself to to become a better you, to 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 don't ever lose your sense of, of wonder, your sense of talent, never lose that spark because once it's gone, you're never going to go back to doing it. And no, that's me. Right. Yeah. I had that spark, that fuel inside of me for years. You have no idea. And, and, and I think I had to been some of the positive people that I had in my life. Like my mom, you know what I mean? She was always so positive, but yes, yeah, she was so strict. You know what I mean? And I know Latino parents they're no joke, like they are <laughs> hardcore, trust me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have, you know, some mutual high school friends that I still talk to that I grew up with, you know, I'm the only one in the bunch that is in the entertainment that is in radio, that is, you know, still doing this at this age. Um, and, and I'm very grateful that I never, I never stay stagnant. I never stayed there. And that to me was scary, you guys. That to me was very, very scary. I never, ever want to stay stagnant. And it's a horrible situation, you know, when you have postpartum depression, I had no one to help me how to get out of it. I just had to like, yo, Calypso's going to be in the radio one day. And, you know, I don't have to do it. But, you know, I would see Big Boys Neighborhood. I would see Luscious Liz, but I'm going to do it someday. And let me tell you, I had a very negative spouse with me at the time. You know, he said, oh, you're never going to do that. Who who do you think you are? Your voice is like annoying or this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, just watch me in my mind. And 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 when that day happened, you know, my I think he my kids were visiting him, right? Because he had that the kids that weekend. My daughter turns on the radio and she hears me talking, and his eyes is like, uh, what just happened? You know, that's mom. She's on the radio. Amazing. You know, and I'm like, see, watch me, watch me. I did that. You know, after you told me, so nothing is impossible. We need to keep feeding our youth positivity we need like a thousand a million people like you to keep instilling that fuel that fire into our youth our girls because it's such a harder time it's it's so so delicate we're so emotional we we cry about everything because we're girls you know 
How do we deal with heartbreak? How do we deal, you know, that girl being prettier than us? Because, you know, she put a couple filters on, you know, and yeah. it's just so hard, but we just have to like come back and ground ourselves. And, you know, you gotta look, we gotta get that pep talk every day. Right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Give yourself that pep talk. And then what you were saying about find something positive to look at, right? Because maybe your parents aren't nice and maybe you don't have parents and maybe your boyfriend is abusive or maybe all these things that happen to many, many people. Find that like five minutes a day to look out for yourself and your exactly. mental health. Exactly. That's all you have really. Unless you're nurturing yourself, you have nothing. Exactly. And right. And if you don't, it's like you said, where it's like you had this drive and your, your husband's, you know, negativity could have diminished your drive and you could have been, like, been complacent and been like, oh, okay. But you still had that and you honored it. And that's your inner power and your inner strength. And you did it. I did. And honestly, I followed people that were on the radio. Mm -hmm. I was like, back then we didn't have Instagram, but we had MySpace. And we had emails, you know, so I would like follow, you know, who I wanted to be. So yeah. if you want to be like a fashion designer, you know, go follow someone that's starting up. There's so many like emerging artists right now that are just starting from the bottom. And honestly, it's such an amazing to see their journey. It's amazing to see them go from here to there. You know what I mean? that's such a beautiful story to tell, you know? And, and, and when I, when I talk to people, like when I, when I talk to like my followers that have like been with me since I was in promotions, when I used to be like, Hey, come on down to the gas station. Yeah! We got free t-shirts and they would come for the free t-shirt. Okay. For the sticker. And I still have those people brooding for me. Like, Oh my God, clips I've been following you since you were in promotions you know, somebody is always watching. Somebody is always watching. And you're going to be in the ears in a conversation of someone. They're going to put your name out there somewhere and watch. Mm -hmm. They're going to flip because it That's has right. happened to me. Yes. And you have to manifest it. We got to teach our girls to like, yes, did we have it? Let's claim it. Bring yeah. the copy back. You know, I just, I just love it. I wish we had this when I was growing up, I you know? know? Yeah. That's but we, we have it now. We That's why we do what we do. <laughs> God bless you guys because it's amazing. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. So um, where, tell everybody listening where they can contact you about your podcast. Tell us everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where do I start? I have a podcast with my co-host called Conversations with Calypso and Justiana. And it's actually a podcast that I've had for many, many years when it was just Conversations with Calypso. And I talked about topics about dating relationships heartbreaks depression um you know finding your strength how to like you know be positive you know and it, and then i got this opportunity to you know to have our our podcast in a big in a bigger platform and and i was like i kind of like hate talking to myself all the time even yeah. though I'm conversations but you know what it'd be awesome if i could just bring my friend along and she's actually an intuitive influencer and, you know, she's got this great talent. So we have, you know, the topics that we talk about. And then we have this segment called the love frequency to where she talks about everything spiritual. 
everything spiritual, anything that has to do with the spirituality of anything. So we, you can find that on the Frenzy app. You can just download it. It's for free and just look for our show. You can do that. I'm actually, um, uh, follow me on Instagram, Calypso Aranda. It's Calypso with an I instead of a Y. And I just recently just got on board uh, to this new uh, podcast, another podcast called, um, uh, it's, it's with Valley Cultural, and it's actually a nonprofit organization um, that is, uh, they are set up in the Valley, and it's called Arts on the Move. Um, debut date is going to be March 4th. It's going to be live stream, and we're going to be helping um, emerging artists. We're going to do interviews. It, I love that. I'm, I'm excited because... Yeah. It's music and it's mm -hmm. what I love to do. You know, they pay me to listen to music. They pay me to play the music. They pay me to put the music together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm excited because I have that and, you know, follow Calypso's Cosmetics on Instagram. You know, my, my campaign is beautiful. Like me, when I did the campaign, I had like about 10 females of all shapes and sizes and they all wore cheetah outfits and we did a photo shoot and we asked them what beautiful meant to them. And they all gave me their answer. And, and they said, beautiful to me is like this, you know, because I'm beautiful like me. We're all beautiful in our own way, right? right. What do you have that I don't got? I got something that you don't got. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the beautiful part of it. That's why I really started my makeup brand to make a difference on stuff like this. You know what I mean? To empower any female to be beautiful like herself, you know? Well, that is beautiful, and you're empowering me to work harder. Yeah, After this conversation. That's true. That's it's so true. true. You are just hard work and dedication, and you're just a living proof of going after your dreams and attaining them. And yeah. to start wherever you are, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just and and your parents aren't you, and you can create your own story and your own beautiful life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, my sometimes I'm like kids am I too much? Like, I'm a cool mom, right? Like, I'm like a really, no mom, you're a really cool mom. I'm like, you really are. Like, just like sometimes then when I'm talking, I'm like, did you just say that? That was like, not very cool of you, you know? But I'm like, oh, I you're telling you. your kids they're not cool. I'm cooler <laughs> than you guys. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, Calypso, thank you so much for your time. And I can't wait to see you soon in real life. And again, everyone follow Calypso and use her services buy her beauty brand and yeah. listen to the radio <laughs> yes. so much ladies i had a pleasure talking to you guys keep right. keep empowering keep keeping people keep uh the females powerful to bring yes. their power yes. back yes. Yes. all right thank Bye. you thank you thanks to our guest for more information on her see the show notes Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.